0: are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everyone. This is Mike Luke, joined by John Schuster, and I'm getting back from Los Angeles, and I'll tell you one thing. I didn't have to utilize rockauto.com, but if I wanted to, rockauto.com would have been there. Even if I didn't need rockauto.com, just the assurance of being on the 405 or going by the Nipsey Hustle murals, mm-hmm. knowing Beautiful. that rockauto.com is there for you is something that you should cherish. And I, I tell you this, and I mean this in all serious terms, rockauto.com. All right, so we got a quarterback battle going on here that Jed Fish is going to announce tomorrow on Tuesday who his starter is. Now, if you've been out to some practices, we've talked about it before, the uh, quarterbacking doesn't look great. You know, you're coming off, uh, you're on a 12-game losing streak. Your over-under is two and a half. I don't know that we thought that it would be great. I've been listening a little bit to the, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, the uh, Locked On Wildcat
1: Sports Podcast. Hmm. And one of their hosts, I, I'd, I'd highly recommend it for folks in listen you suggest to it? Yeah, I, I'd suggest they listen to it because one of the hosts has said on a fairly consistent basis on that specific podcast that the quarterback situation in Arizona
0: isn't very good. It's not good. And this guy, I think I would probably listen to him if I could. Um, you know, sometimes you don't like to hear yourself in the mirror, so that's why you bring John <laughs> Schuster in. To, to, sometimes you don't like to hear yourself in the mirror. <laughs> and that's why you, sometimes you bring John <laughs> Schuster, who lives about four minutes away from you, to be able to tell you that. People might think that I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. So when it comes to this quarterback battle, I think it comes down to essentially two guys. You're looking at Will Plummer and Gunnar Cruz. Now, I mean, and Gunnar Cruz, by the way, I I it was cool naming quarterbacks gunner early on and uh, i think it's kind of you just
1: you, you think you think gunner's run its course you don't think gunner cruz is tailor made that at the age of inception uh that this guy
0: was going to be a quarterback well right exactly <laughs> that, that, that was the uh, that that was the parental game plan yes brand? i would i would <laughs> certainly assume so yes exactly so it's between gunner cruz who is kind of the safe quarterback but he holds on to the ball for like 30 seconds which is a huge pet peeve of mine and then you've got a guy will Plummer who's got the strongest arm on the team can sling it all around but you know what he throws a lot of interceptions too i would go with him because i always go with the guy that has uh, that i think has a little bit of potential because there's always potential that once the lights come on and we're going to get to one of those quarterback battles here shortly that some guys are just a little bit different than other guys and so that's probably where I would head off with that situation. Okay,
1: you've seen the two of them. So so you believe that Plummer has the better skill set?
0: Uh, Plummer's the more talented guy, for sure. Okay. Why is he throwing interceptions? Um, probably a combination of not being that good and... Uh, is he understanding the playbook at this stage? Yeah, is he I, just? He, I
1: mean, it's great to old, have an arm, but is he missing spots right. or the, spot so the all, receivers not doing their job? Of going of, on?
0: Yeah, I think that that's kind of the way it is. He threw a lot of uh, interceptions in high school, which is always problematic. Oh, for really? me As well, okay. But when you watch him, like I said, he's got a really strong arm. He had legitimate offers at a, coll- or at a college, at a high school, Oklahoma State. You know, schools yeah. like that. You know, okay. top twenty-five programs. Right. So. I this is a weird, well, kind of a weird year. I think you're going to see two different quarterbacks play a ton this year because honestly, I don't think I don't expect Arizona to be very good. If you've been li- listening to the Lost, well, if you've been listening to the, well, I'm going to say, if, you if looked, you've been listening, yeah. I
1: don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put words in your mouth, here, <laughs> right? But if you've been listening to the, what I understand, I think it's called the Locked On Wildcat Sports Podcast, then. There's been something related to how Arizona might struggle a little bit this year. That's come
0: up in conversation before. And we're going to talk about that a little bit on where, again, when I said that I got good news and I got bad news for you, that I think Arizona is going to be bad, but I think that they're going to outperform Vegas expectations of two and a half, take that the way you want. But this is going to be interesting. We're going to talk a little bit, too, about... The quarterback controversies and or competitions in the past, and the quarterback competitions in the past, I would say the quarterback capabilities are a little bit higher than the guys that we have right now.
1: Okay, let's uh, let's deal with Plummer for a moment because I think you know, generally speaking, we understand that Cruz is the safe bet. He's going to get his share of starts. Wouldn't surprise us, you know. Even as Fish makes a decision, that both of these guys are going to see their fair share of playing time. Let's talk about Plummer a little bit. Is Plummer an example of coaches cockiness or confidence they see a guy with a strong arm they know that he makes a lot of mistakes but they're the one who says you know what i'm i'm the wizard i'm the guru i'm the
0: guy that can coach this raw talent into superstardom yeah we're gonna find that out i mean that, that that's a great that's a great question um now these guys weren't now one of them was he brought in uh, uh you uh excuse me Jed fish brought in uh gunner Cruz, and we're gonna find out i mean you know Jed fish has been a guy's been around a lot of quarterbacks he's been around uh he's been around a lot of great coaches um we're gonna find out but i also think at the end of the day that if you don't have a lot of talent it makes it difficult. It makes it—you're right. There, there's so much focus on
1: the quarterback position, understandably, but if your offensive line sucks and your receivers can't get
0: separation and your running game isn't very good, there's only so much QB I'll, can I'll, do. I'll give you an idea. There's a guy that I value his opinion very, very well. He may or may not be sitting about a foot away from me. And he was telling me a couple, three, four years ago that Tom Brady was about done. And that the Patriots, you know, probably you know might need to move on from him at some point. Well, the Patriots listen to this guy. Now, this was before the Locked On podcast mm-hmm. happened, so you know. I'm, but the power of the power this individual of, who may or may not be a foot away from you right now is astounding. It, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, but you also saw though too. Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches that the sport's ever seen. But you know, the Patriots sucked last year because they didn't have a quarterback. And you know, Tampa Bay. Now again, I. Tampa Bay had a lot of really good players around it, we found out. But when you have a really good quarterback, I think it makes the coaching a lot easier. You could take more chances. You can do stuff that you otherwise couldn't. It's not like Bill Belichick all of a sudden last year couldn't figure out how to coach anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just right. that he didn't have a good quarterback yeah. anymore.
1: I mean, Bruce Arians, too. He could have won a Super Bowl with Carson Palmer, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. <laughs> but he didn't. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like so. the Cardinals weren't talented. It's not like were were <laughs> talented enough. And, ta- exactly. and, and, and I think what happened in that regard is, you, you know, generally speaking, of course, Brady is Brady. But in this element where you have a quarterback who maybe even knows his strengths and limitations, Mm -hmm. but then the team is smart enough, or he is smart enough as a coach on the field to say, all right, this is the best way to utilize the talent we have. It may take five or six games to figure it out, but once it does, maybe things are gonna roll a little long. And and it seems like that Happened that that definitely happened with Tampa. Their scouting was exceptional, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the things that Brady does very well. One of my concerns, one 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 of sorry, I I, I don't want to suggest that it was me who uh, oh I never who, said, that. said that You said that you never said in that the room. and, and yeah, that's true he's right there and so is uh, this twelve ounce can of uh, I got a dark, flashlight di- over dark here as well. All of them mm-hmm. possibly could have said this, but I think the concern that that individual or soda can potentially had in making that statement or flashlight making that statement was that maybe brady's arm strength was you know diminished Diminished. he's 45 he's 45 exactly and i think to some degree that you know the soda can agrees Mm -hmm. and the flashlight agrees too that that Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily inaccurate Mm -hmm. but the ability from there to put pieces around you to still be better than to to be exceptional Mm -hmm. goes a long way toward that But I think to a lesser degree, obviously, when you're looking at Arizona's quarterback situation or a college quarterback situation, generally speaking, it's this confidence, this cockiness from a coaching standpoint that says, okay, I'm seeing a guy with a great arm who makes a lot of mistakes, but he's got a great arm. I can't teach great arm, Mm -hmm. but I can teach him how to... Best utilize that great arm and not get into a position where he's making a lot of turnover mistakes for us. And I think that's probably going to be the up and down that Arizona sees a lot this year. I know Jed Fish is frustrated as every college coach should be with turnovers. Mm-hmm. So if Plummer starts a throw- so if Plummer starts throwing the football to the wrong team. We're probably going to see a lot of Gunner Cruz. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: As you know, it's weird. It wouldn't be your, surpri- your no. surprise. You're surprised either if both of these guys play like that. I bad. think you're going to see a lot of that. You know what's weird? And you know what? We were going to talk about this quarterback. Uh, the quarterback pass quarterback controversies competitions on the other side but you know what i think this has a little bit of legs to it so we're going to put that off until tuesday which we'll be recording here shortly so i'm going to take a quick little break here i also want to remind you though about betonline.ag betonline.ag is the place that i've been telling you from day one get your money in get your bets in make it happen arizona over the two and a half all day as schuster talked about we are going to talk a bit a little bit about where you can find those wins for arizona you know what that might be on tuesday's episode that might be on wednesday's episode we're going to play that one by year. thanks for keeping a locked on wildcats i'm your host mike luke you know what's weird shoe about when it comes to when it comes to quarterbacks when it comes to interceptions is that I kind of feel that you're born with the trait of throwing interceptions, even the great ones. Look at Brett Favre. Favre was the best example, probably, because Brett Favre, even at the end, was throwing brain dead interceptions. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, "What in the world are you looking at yep. right here?" I can't really think of a quarterback that had a ton of interception issues that, it all of a sudden, just got better. Yeah. Now, off the, I mean, I, I, I honestly, Brady never. And, f- and and there's so much of that
1: that seems to. It's the weirdest thing, too. It's bad timing. There's also this, that somehow when the competition at that level is so razor thin, Mm -hmm. any mistake that happens to happen is magnified. Mm -hmm. The other quarterback who comes to mind immediately in this regard is Phillip Rivers. Mm -hmm. It, it, It seems like Favre was brain dead. It almost was like Rivers just had bad stuff happen right right. but whatever that whatever it always luck is yes it always happened right and and so it's just it's it it, it's hard to explain but i think you make a very good point in that regard there are you in the nfl and certainly at any level you'd prefer but at the highest level you've got guys who if you're throwing 50 passes a game the mistakes that you make had better be incompletions Mm -hmm because if you make three mistakes a game that are going to, in the in the field that are going to be caught by somebody else and the simplest one is and you see this with a lot of the newer quarterbacks all the time which i know is maddening to traditional coaches quarterbacks who throw across their body uh-huh. well some quarterbacks seem to be able to get away with that uh-huh. usually uh-huh. and some quarterbacks when you look at it, it's like Every seventh grader who plays quarterback knows not to make that What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Correct.
0: (laughs) Which, exactly, leads to the fan mantra of, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it's almost like, you know, and especially, too, because you'll always, you know, uh, we know some people that will, you know, always look when they're watching the game, whether the team is going to be rushing four or rushing five, yeah, and you know that's that's a, critical. That is critical. Absolutely You've got to be to become, pivotal from a defensive breakdown. Because if you're looking at that and you're the quarterback, you're thinking to yourself, man, if they're going to be bringing five, and I'm going to have to get rid of this ball quicker. And that's where I think some of these quarterbacks have issues. But you know, on a more on and obviously a, that's the point. Right, of, on a more uh, s-
1: defense is attacking that way. But you have to be able to recognize that sort of thing. And you know, you're you're looking at that from a situation where if a guy has a tendency, and and it's a great question with Plummer. And it may be something that we discover throughout the course of uh, his career, especially a team that with Arizona that has the classic phrase, no margin for error. Arizona has negative margin <laughs> for error. You know, it's like, it's like everything has to go right for Arizona, and the other team has to screw up a dozen times mm-hmm. most of the time this year. Right. Okay? So if you've got a quarterback who's out there who has a great arm who is not giving you negative margin of error, right, right. then then
0: then then you're obviously up against him. That's something that has to be avoided. Now I think with, I, and I've always wondered though, what do you do then if you're a if you're if you're a coach right there? Do you go with the safe guy that you don't that might not have the upside, or do you go with the guy who could possibly be the gamer that you know what? Yeah, he might throw some interceptions, but he's also going to be able to give me 28 or 35. It depends points. on how much it depends on how
1: confident I am in yeah. my ability. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, when you've got a clean slate and and from a PR standpoint, you've done everything right. Mm-hmm. You've tried your best to galvanize the community. Your marketing has been fantastic. You've brought in the alumni. You've Assembled a phenomenal coaching staff. You've had Grunkowski come into town. You've got Teddy Pruski who's involved in the program. You've done all the little things behind the scenes. What you aren't going to do right now is play it safe. Mm-hmm. Screw playing it safe. Right. You've got and and, and who knows? By this time tomorrow, there's gonna to be another podcast where maybe we're gonna talk about Gunnar Cruz as the starter, and this is the direction that Arizona's gonna go, and we're gonna see how this ultimately works. Mm-hmm. But based on the information you have provided me, I'm about the upside
0: guy. Yeah, I am too. I, I'm just, Like you, you said, know, you got nothing to lose. you got nothing Let's to lose. You, I mean, and you know what? See what he got now. And you know what I also hate? I also hate this argument <clears throat> um, where somebody will say, well, you know what? Once you pull the quarterback, you can't put him back in. Why not? That's nonsense. I, I hear this all the time, and it's become such cliche Coach speak, and it makes absolutely no sense to me.
1: And Mike, honestly, I'd go the other route here. If if if, if I if can't I pull in, you, if I was in, you're not tough enough.
0: Yes, if I can't, that's it. If
1: I can't pull you, we're playing football so, here. We're not yeah. playing tiddlywinks. That's right. And 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 I can't tell you the number of times I've seen people cry being pulled from the tiddlywings table. Right. You know they can't handle it. Right. But that's why you're not playing tiddlywings. That's why you're playing football. You're Playing football. And football. so the. I think the thing the, the thing that I would stress to these two quarterbacks is, you know what, neither of you has really established themselves as being a difference maker, but here's what's going to happen. This is going to be performance-based. Uh-huh. We understand that you're young. We get that you're going to make mistakes. However, when you make mistakes, we're not going to coddle you about those mistakes. Right. We're going to bring you over to the sideline. We're going to talk to you about those mistakes. We're going to try to get you to improve upon those mistakes and... There might be points in time where you're pulled from the game. That doesn't mean that we don't have confidence in you three series later right. to go back in there and get it done. But in the moment, we might go with the other guy. Mm-hmm. So understand that this is not an indictment upon you. I don't mind that you're pissed for the first 15 seconds of that. You should be pissed. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be seated. But, you know, it's, this, is, this is about coaching and this is about performance. And these are the, this is the way that we're going about trying to make the two of you better to improve the overall stability of the program.
0: Now, is there anything that you can think of that a quarterback's going to need more in a tough situation than a built
1: bar? Oh, absolutely not, especially if you want to tone things down a little bit. You just had a rough series, mm-hmm. okay, and, and you've been chewed out by the coach, all right? What are you going to chew on next? And emotion, that's exactly right. Emotions are running high, so you need to calm things down. You need to get back into shape, and you need to get the energy up. What mm-hmm. are you going to do? You're going to chew on your built bar. That's exactly
0: what you're going to do. And whoever is announced as the backup quarterback tomorrow, the one thing that I can tell you is that some people think that there's going to be misery and crying to mom. There could be some of that, but you know what? If these people have the right people in their corner, they're going to tell them, take a built bar, stomach it up, let's get going. Let's get back out there and start working. We'll talk to you tomorrow.